Hey everyone, Pastor John here, and this is 1611 Devotionals. Let's pause now and pray and turn our hearts, our thoughts upon the Lord. God, we ask that you help us uh, be mindful of you at this time and take our thoughts captive to Christ and his words. We pray in your son's name. Amen. Today's passage is taken from Exodus chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go in to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these signs of mine among them, and that you may tell in the hearing of your son and of your grandson how I have dealt harshly with the Egyptians and what signs I have done among them, that you may know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your country, and they shall cover the face of the land, so that no one can see the land, and they shall eat what is left to you after the hail, and they shall eat every tree of yours that grows in the field, and they shall fill your houses and the houses of all your servants and of all the Egyptians, as neither your fathers nor your grandfathers have seen, from the day they came on earth to this day. Then he turned and went out from Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh's servants said to him, How long shall this man be a snare to us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not yet understand that Egypt is ruined? So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh, and he said to them, Go, serve the Lord your God. But which ones are to go? Moses said, We will go with our young and our old. We will go with our sons and daughters and with our flocks and herds, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. But he said to them, The Lord be with you if ever I let you and let your little ones go. Look, you have some evil purpose in mind. No, go, the men among you, and serve the Lord, for that is what you are asking and they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. And one of the ways that we can uh, better understand and apply Old Testament passages that can often feel difficult to uh, understand and apply is by asking the question, what does this passage reveal about God's will and his purpose? What is he trying to reveal about himself? And our passage today actually answers that question quite directly in verse 2. That you may know that I am the Lord. And so this is a passage that's about who will identify God as Yahweh, as the true Lord and true God, more than anything else that's happening on the surface. Uh, for example, whether the Israelites will escape the clutches of the Egyptians, whether Pharaoh will finally let them go. Those are things happening on the surface, but what's happening underneath is who will recognize God as God? And what's really hanging in the balance is presented to us in verse 3. How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? See, the the primary way in which we draw near to God and identify God as God and see Him as Lord depends entirely on whether we have a humble 
heart. We have this humility in approaching the Lord. And that's true in both the New Testament and the Old Testament. So that's the basic heart attitude that we see in this passage that God asks of us, humility. And then going from the heart attitude, uh, there's also actions uh, that worshipers of God must take. And that's given to us in verse 9. Moses said, we will go with our young and our old. We will go with our sons and daughters and with our flocks and herds, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. So here's how, here's how Moses displays the, the kind of humility that God is looking for. He orients his family life and his material life towards the worship of God. They are not oriented towards his personal agenda, his personal ambitions, his personal dreams. They're all seen as means of uh, worshiping God. Things that God has given uh, that must also be then returned to him in a sense. And so God reveals to us through, through Moses that the kind of worship that he, he's looking for is, is the one that surrenders everything to him so I am not doing my life my way I'm not doing my family my way I'm not uh, accruing material wealth my way it's all God's and it's all for the worship of his name you know as we enter into today one thing we can really reflect upon is what am I orienting my family life my relational life and my material life my vocational life towards so that I am not building a kingdom of my own, but putting my treasures in heaven by investing in the kingdom of God. Prayerfully consider that and enter into the the various roles that we have with this sense of calling that God has given us as his worshipers, as his people, as the Israel of God, as Paul says in Galatians 6. Because then we know even as sojourners um, living in Egypt, uh, we know we are ultimately uh, set free. We know we have been delivered and we have the promises of God that will always remain with us no matter what. Let's pray and ask God to remind us of these things throughout today. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, remind us today that although we are in this world we are not of the world although we may feel like we are surrounded by egyptians uh, living in egypt and uh, things that try to master us and take over us our thoughts our feelings our purpose at work our measurement of success our appraisal of the value of what we do God, help us to remember that you've set us free from these chains. You've set us free from these masters so we can serve you as Lord. And give us the humility to surrender our work and our relationships, our home, to you by seeing them as places of worship, seeing them as means of glorifying and hallowing your name. And as we do so, Lord, we pray you add on to us greater uh, sense of meaning, purpose, and joy in all the roles we play, in all the places that we find ourselves in. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.